Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We're back with more Tapped Out. With Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Welcome back in the Tap here on the BetQL Network. That's my co-host, Brendan Tobin. I am merely the sports machine, Sean Levine. And let's welcome on the birthday boy. I don't know. He looks no older than 77, 78 years old. He is J-Rod. He is Jim Rodriguez joining us here back on Tapped Out. He is inside of T-Mobile getting ready for the Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford fight. Before we get too far into it, how big of a fight is this, man? Just kind of lay it out for us. Well, fellas, I mean, they're they're saying fight of the year. This is what we're saying. You've got two guys that are in the top five, pound per pound, uh, both undefeated, trying to be undisputed at 147. It's never been done at 147. Crawford trying to become the first man to be undisputed in two weight classes so it's a pretty big deal bud and arrow you know bud left top rank so he could make this fight that's how much he wanted it so we're pretty excited and uh, hopefully it lives up to the hype j-rod this is such a tough fight to bet man like the odds are close these fighters are close i don't know where i don't know where the uh the fun is to lay the money on this one like what intrigues you the most kind of like looking over things with this uh as far as these two because I mean, they're both damn good. It's it's rare I go into a fight. Like, I don't have a strong opinion of who I think is going to win because I think, right. man, they both could do it. Yeah, it's funny. You know, checking checking BetMGM today was minus 150 for Crawford, plus 138 for Spence, 14 to 1 uh, for a draw. So that they got my money. I always like to bet a draw when it's 14 to 1. Um you know, I think I think the value bet is is Crawford by decision, you know, Crawford by points. That's what I'm going to bet on. I don't think we're going to have a knockout. I don't think both guys, even though Spence does have knockout power, I don't think we're going to get to that point. Uh, but I like Bud uh, Bud going the distance. J-Rod, how much is this a step up in competition, really, for both these guys? Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, we always look at the the common fighters. They both fought Kell Brook. They both fought Sean Porter. Uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a situation where, We've wanted to see this. You know, we saw Errol Spence against uh, against uh, Jordanis Ugas in, in Dallas at, at AT&T Stadium. And Spence, to me, 
didn't look that good. He won the fight because of a stoppage because he closed Ugas's eyes. He didn't look that good. In fact, I thought Ugas let him off the hook, if, if you can call it that. He had him up against the ropes, and he, and he didn't continue uh, punching and hitting. I don't know if he thought the referee was going to stop it. It was, it was, it was kind of a wound situation. And I think for, for Crawford, it's, it's a necessary fight for him. More than anything, 30, 35, you know, he's had maybe on the on the back nine of his career. He needs this to solidify what probably is a Hall of Fame career. And for Spence, it's continuing what will be a Hall of Fame career. And, like, the idea that uh, Spence is already talking about the idea that he's ready to move up, he's tired of 147, tired of the cut. Does that give you any worry on him, too, that, like, this is, you know, not only a battle against – you know, Terrence Crawford, but a battle against the scales. Not that he won't make weight, but that, you know, he is tired of this uh, this this uh, weight cut. It's always it's always interesting to me, and, and you guys know covering the fight game, when when fighters are talking about other things other than the fight. You know, you don't want to let you know you don't want to get the, the horse uh, the cart ahead of the horse. But yeah, if you're talking about moving up to one fifty four, if you're talking about other things and not talking about what's in front of you. That's a little odd to me. Uh, I like, I mean, me personally, I'm taking Bud in this fight. I think Crawford is hungrier. I think he he needs it more. I think it's more of a career defining for Crawford than it is for Spence. Errol's Errol's a weird cat, man. You just you just wonder where his head is at half the time, right? Talking a little boxing with the cigar snob himself, Jim Rodriguez <laughs> on the BetQL Network. You mentioned number one, Bud Crawford, number four, Errol Spence. If Errol wins this fight, does he become the number one pound for pound fighter in the world? I mean, if you know what what did Ric Flair say to be to to be the man, you got to beat the man, and if he beats the man, I don't know how you can take it away from him. I mean, one forty seven is is the sexy. It's it's the it's the sexiest division. You know, we always talk about the heavyweights. We talk about Canelo at one sixty eight. You know, I think one forty seven is out of control right now with with the amount of talent. And so it, you would think the pound for pound would come from that. And I think yeah, I think a lot of it. You know, there, there's so many subplots. You know, undisputed undefeated and then to be pound for pound i think yeah i think the winner of this is pound for pound do you think there's any uh extra motivation based on what happened this week with in a way having the performance that he did that some people are starting to hop on him as the number one pound for pound guy do you think that that could be a motivating factor for either one of these guys to really put their stamp on this fight make it make sure it's not only a win but an exciting win yeah it's it's funny i almost wonder if they if they even know that in a way fought a couple days ago, you know what I mean. I did it. You know, you know, five in the morning. You know, my guys from ESPN Latin America were up at five in the morning calling that fight. It's crazy. A lot, a lot of, a lot of cafecito for that fight. Listen, in a way, his nickname is is El Monstro, the monster, and 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 he's already thinking about moving up in weight, so he's he's ready to go as well. I mean, I think in a way, his problem is he. I, 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 it's almost you need to see him fight in in the U.S. Right? You need to see him fight here to really get the love and attention that 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 he deserves. I still think it's. Spence and Crawford fighting for for pound for pound. Uh, for as much as I love in a way, and, and he's crazy, I think he's got to get out of that Japan bubble. J-Rod, speaking of weird times for a fight, and yeah, the monster 5 a.m. on a Tuesday was not conducive for your boy. Right, I definitely watched right. that one on replay. Uh, <laughs> when when do you think this fight ultimately goes off? Because obviously we've got UFC 291 going down in Salt Lake. You would think there's a large crossover audience. Do you think they try to push it back as late as possible? And because of that, how many eyeballs do you think ultimately are on this fight? Listen, 8 Eastern is when uh, the the broadcast begins. Four fights on the main card. So if you go an hour each, so you're thinking maybe 11.30 maybe? 
Uh, I know Canelo doesn't like to fight with, with the UFC. He he likes to wait till the UFC is oh, over, oh. the main event. Uh, that was uh, crazy. We, we, all, we all remember that that the, the Kovalev fight where he literally said, "I'm not fighting until until the uh, the, the 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 BMF fight is over." Um, I think 11:30 Eastern, um, and and that's the beauty. And and Tobin knows this about being in Vegas. You're done by nine o'clock, man. You're done by ten o'clock. That's the beauty of being on the West Coast. Man, my clock has been all warped up this weekend, man. It's it's been uh, it's it's all Seven over the bells, place. Seven bells, my friends. Seven bells for you doing your show. That's that's early. It was uh, it was early, but it's fun being out here for sure. It's worth it. Uh, Jim, the uh, the big uh, the big heavyweight picture right now. We got Usyk fighting in a couple weeks. AJ, you know, is is going to be back in the ring soon. We don't have Wilder yet, but Tyson Fury is going to be fighting Francis Ngannou. What what do you think is the the big shakeout for you right now with the heavyweight division? You know, it looked like we were going to go towards undisputed. We're not right now, but maybe we will. Where do you think the heavyweight division is at right now? Listen, I I, I don't call me until we get Fury Usyk. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Wilder Fury again. I don't want to see Fury. I mean, Ngannou Fury will be interesting, just because at least there's a there's a novelty of it. You know, we're talking about Wilder Ruiz, which we, which would be kind of cool. But again, I want to see Fury Usyk. That's what we all want to see. We, you know, Canelo kind of started this undisputed sexiness, and and I think it's good for the sport because it brings more casual eyeballs. Um, I'm really not interested. Not interested until we see Fury Usyk. You know, give me give me what I want. And again, you know, we've talked about it before. That's what makes the UFC so good because whether you like it or not, in, in six months you're going to see the fight you want to see. And it just doesn't happen in boxing. That's why it makes this fight, Crawford Spence, so remarkable. Because it, you know, Bud had to leave top rank to make this fight happen. There's so many hoops you have to jump through to get a fight like this. And I credit to both guys for making it happen. J-Rod, do you think there's more interest in this fight than there was the Tank Garcia, uh, the Tank Ryan, uh, Tank Davis Ryan Garcia fight? You know, that, that's a good question. I don't know. I think, I think, I think Tank and Ryan Garcia had the influencer factor. I've had the Instagram factor. I don't know if there is that influencer factor here. This is more for the people who love boxing, who understand the, the sport and are, and are passionate about the sport. It'll be curious to see how many how many casuals uh, you know, come to the pay-per-view, come to the event. I mean, for example, my wife, who couldn't give a flip about boxing, knew about Kane and Ryan Garcia. So I showed you everything you need to know. Is there anything in Fight Week that – would be important to you like they've been a pretty it's been a pretty respectful buildup so he did press conference uh a, a way in stare down anything of that stuff that will influence or do you think that every there's nothing that could happen that will take you off of thinking bud crawford's gonna win this fight you know unless i see bud you know limping or or minus a limb something like that i think i think it's, to me i'm still with bud uh we'll see what the cut looks like we'll see what the rehydration looks like um, I think the the one thing that I'm looking forward to is Pitbull Cruz. You know, he he is an angry dude. He wants he wants Tank Davis, and he's going to rampage through everyone to get to that. I think you're going to you may see some fireworks at the weigh-in. You may see some fireworks definitely at the fight. He is he's I mean he's like a drunken bar guy, right? With with skills, he just goes out and beats the crap out of people, and he's a bulldozer. I can't wait to see uh, Pitbull. Demolo, we got a couple of minutes left with Jim Rodriguez here on tapped out you said you don't expect a knockout but these these two dudes do have 50 combined knockouts between them so ultimately i imagine if somebody ends up getting knocked out you're not going to be too surprised right i mean i think i think 
for if Bud wins this fight, he wins it. Um, he wins it because of points. He wins it because of decisions. I think that's how he wins this fight. If he goes in there slugging, you know, listen, he's he's older. He's got he's got the distance. He's shorter. He's faster. So I don't think his game is is. I don't think his game is to is to it's a slug. I think his game is to get those points and and bring him out into the deep waters. And I think for Spence, I think he wants to slug. I think he wants to get into a bar fight with him. If if Crawford does come out on top, Jim, yeah, they'll have to do the rematch, all that. That's seemingly where it would go. But let's just say Terrence Crawford does get the better of him. Um, what do you think his future is? Because he's not like Errol, where he's you know dying to get out of the weight class. You know, do you think he sticks around? Does he fight a boot tennis? Does he does he just stay king, or do you think that maybe a couple Spence fights and he calls it a career? What do you think is uh, the long term future for Terence Crawford? I think I think Bud's at the, like we mentioned. I think he's on the back nine. I think that he needs this to solidify the, what is a Hall of Fame career. I think I think you know maybe a, a defense or two at one forty seven, and and that'll be it for him. I think he's. He's he's accomplished everything that he needs to accomplish. And again, he'd be the only man to ever be undisputed in two different weight classes, which is impressive. And at, at that point, I don't know what else is left. J-Rod, before you get out of here, you mentioned how even the odds are. And they've basically stuck that way since this fight got announced. How do you see the public money coming in, especially on fight night? Because generally, Terrence Crawford gets a lot of that walk-up money. Yeah, I mean, minus 150 for, for Bud, plus 138 for Errol. I think I think you know we'll see what happens today during you know we'll, we'll see what happens during the 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 Thursday press conference the Friday weigh in we'll see what happens with that stuff if that moves anybody if there's any pushing is there any shoving I think it's going to stay the same you know I was kind of surprised that Crawford is the favorite I thought what Spence would be because Spence has a little bit more I don't know it seems seems to be like he's a little bit more popular people know him a little bit more um, I think maybe the walk up money will come to Spence at the end. Jim Rodriguez, J-Rod, always fun catching up with you, especially live from Las Vegas before a huge fight. Take care, buddy. Appreciate it. Happy birthday. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Always good catching up with J-Rod. Jim Rodriguez joining us here on Tapped Out. Errol Spence, the number four-ranked fighter in the world, takes on the number one pound-for-pound fighter, Bud Crawford, tonight. Crawford 39-0 and with 30 knockouts. Errol Spence 28-0, 20 of those wins coming by knockout. Tell us what's on the line here, because I got a lot of initials in front of me. WBA, WBC, IBF. Who gets all these titles? What's going on? Everyone, the winner gets all the titles, man. You get all the, the four belt era. You got WBA, WBO, WBC, and the IBF. Those are looked upon as the four major titles. Never uh, in the welterweight division has anybody held all of those titles and them being looked upon. And, uh, you know, we've seen guys do it. It's kind of been Canelo Alvarez just became the undisputed middleweight champion. Um, you know, we, we are still waiting for somebody to do this at the heavyweight division. Um, Terrence Crawford has been the undisputed lightweight champion before, so he'd be the first male to ever win undisputed at two different weight classes. We thought maybe Usyk would have a crack at that against Tyson Fury, but Usyk is, uh, and Fury are, you know, quibbling and Fury's fighting Francis Ngannou. So that's not happening, but it's a, it's a monster legacy thing right now, man. It's never been done by any of the Floyd Mayweather, never done it. It's a huge thing for this weight class. And uh, it's great that these guys uh, are actually getting in the ring. And this isn't uh, one of those, you know, what ifs in boxing. We'll get an answer tonight. If you're driving around right now, we'll pull over if you're going to use your BetMGM app. But once you pull over and you pull that up and you look at it, 
the odds you're going to see are going to be pretty even right by fight time. Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. If you're a better, how much does the size of Spence kind of push you in a certain direction? Because he is the bigger guy. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I've asked this question a lot this week to, to boxing experts. I've talked to Abin Morris, who's on the call of it. I've asked Freddie Roach about it. They, they don't think that it's as big a factor just because Terrence has been in the weight class now for a while and has, and everybody just raves about his athleticism and his, and, and, and his movement. So I don't think it's going to be as big a factor because I think if you were to say, if you had a pinpoint, who's a more dynamic puncher with punching power, we saw this with Inouye, right? Like Inouye's speed this past week, how fast that he is. Um, sometimes that's bigger than just you're a bigger brooding guy, which I think Spence is physically, but it doesn't mean that he has the better punching power per se. It just means that he's stronger and the accumulation can be uh, it can be more taxing. But I don't I don't think it's a big factor for me. Listen to my boy name drop. Oh, I was talking earlier this week with Freddie Roach, and oh, you were talking with Freddie Roach, huh? All right, good that's for you, Goosey's dude. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's Brendan Tobin. I'm the Sports Machine, Sean Levine. Coming up next, we put a bow on this thing. You're locked into the BetQL Network.